Okay, okay. What? How about how about we toss in fucking uh, Peach Boy Riverside because it hasn't had much talk and goddamn it, that plot was abysmal. Like the whole pacing yeah, of it, what they're fourth? trying to do with it, the, they, the rearranging of episodes. It, it, it was a monkey on a keyboard. <laughs> that's that's how I see the show. Yeah. Oh yeah, it was literally. Here's a china shop. Here's a monkey. Here's a bucket of poo, and then you just <laughs> let the monkey go for like an hour, and then you produce Peach Boy Riverside. Well, <laughs> the sad part is, is that the monkey didn't even like dirty the china set he just went outside and then like attacked the village <laughs> and then pooped all over them and then the china set was like what? just fine but in reality that was a flashback to the <laughs> it was oh, really no. oh, I've always wanted to tell you this the first moment I saw you underneath the soccer tree. Really, Peter Kuhn? What is it that you wanted to tell me? Koko-chan. Hey, Peter. Uh, yeah, what, what is hey, it, Peter. man? Yeah, hey. Hey, man. You, you want to hear my new voice, Peter? <laughs> you, see, you see I'm busy right now, right? Yeah, it'll be a quick second. Don't, don't worry about it, Peter. Okay, yeah, that's right. All right, all right, all right. This is my, I'm going to punch you in the face voice. Hey, hey guys. You know, you know, see, use my kendama tricks. I, I know, I know around the world. You know that song around the world by uh, Little Wayne? It's a pretty good voice. Yeah, Peter. Please leave. Just, just leave. Hey, Kokoro John. Hey, you got a fat ass. Uh, thank you, Avery Coon. <laughs> no, no, he has a fat ass. Shut up. Not, not you. Oh. <laughs> Just, just leave, man. Just Slash me, Naruto runs away. Okay. Later, Peter. Bye. Okay. <sighs> Finally. I don't even know how that guy is still in our school. He's already like 35 years old. 36. <sighs> Shut up. All right, Kokoro-chan. I can finally tell you how much I, you, you mean to me. Kokoro-chan, I... I... Ugh. Oh. What the fuck? Uh, hey, loser. Oh, hi, Kokoro-chan. Hi, Plinchy-san. Hey, Peter, you yeah. uh, buy me that melon bread yet? Like I told you to? What? Like last period? The melon bread. I didn't. It's like past lunch. Where's my bread? I didn't. You didn't tell me to buy bread. Yeah, I did. I gave you that yeah. look. No. And I did what? one of these. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I I just <laughs> I just thought you were pounding mochi and telling me that you're hungry. Well, uh, I'm not going to give you the money. I expect the melon bread by next period. Fucking get it to me. Uh, okay, uh, bye. Uh, okay, but, bye. Bye, Kukuchan. Bye. Bye, Plinchy-san. I'll see you after school. Am I am I getting bullied? Ah, that's, it doesn't matter. Once I get Kokoro-chan's love, it, none of that matters. Kokoro-chan, I really have to tell you. I... What? I, Peter! Oh. Swan! Oh no. Don't confess her! It's him with the capital you. H. What do you want, man? There was those times that I invited you to the back of the building and you didn't show up. It's because you love her, don't you? P Peter Kuhn, who is this guy? I... I... 
I, I, I don't know who this is. <laughs> Give I, me a death, Peter Swan. I just, just, just go away. Oh my god. Alright, I'll finally say it. No more interruptions. Kokoro-chan, I love you. Oh, well, that that grimace-looking guy, I think I might be in love with him instead, so I'm gonna run after him now. Okay, bye! Kokoro-chan! You want to grimace-looking one? End scene. Uh, Alright guys, welcome back to another episode of the We Power Hour, the show where we have a roundtable discussion on the latest news and topics in the anime and manga world. Uh, I'm your host for this week, Peter, and uh, with me are my esteemed co-hosts, starting from the far left, Avery. Oh, God. <laughs> in the middle, Lance. I don't know what he said. And then uh, at the far... Uh, hi. I said hi. Okay. And then <laughs> on my left, uh, Pinchy. Hi. Uh, my mic actually didn't pick it up because it was <laughs> yeah. so new. <laughs> it was just... <laughs> uh, uh, welcome back. We are on episode number 84. We're filming this on May 2nd. We're finally uh, in May. Uh, and uh, we got a lot to talk about. It's gonna be May. It's gonna be May. No. Uh, we got a nice plethora of anime to talk about. So uh, uh, before we jump into it, let's jump into the latest news of the week. Uh, Just one news article. Uh, Not a lot happened, but the Pokemon Hisuian Snow Anime Show is set for May 18th. So if you don't know what this is, uh, this is an official uh pokemon web animated series animated by wit studio so pretty pretty big deal when you get one of the big boys to be okay. animating something like that uh it is an original story set in hisuian region uh the plot is as described uh pokemon hisuian snow tells the story of a boy named alec and his encounter with the hisuian zora while when he was younger alec's father taught him that people and pokemon can't live together but alec's interactions with the zora might offer a different lesson uh pretty cool i don't think there's a trailer out yet but if you want to check uh the link down below uh you can check the key visual it looks pretty cool uh it looks like there's like a cool onbu black ops person it's a agent thing that's a oh i believe that might be i mean i haven't finished the game but uh at all really but <laughs> it looks like one of those other tribes that you meet throughout the game uh yeah uh, yeah the diamond clan or something diamond could be in the pearl clan yeah, yeah. He, he is wearing the diamond or she he he it so diamond clothes he? probably he yeah i don't see no boobs but it could be flat girl but could be flat for girl now, yeah could be so got a little of the undercut too i can see it <laughs> uh yeah so definitely something to look forward to uh very soon i think it's a three-part episode i don't know how long the episodes would be but it'll be a nice little uh animated series uh you can check it out on the official pokemon uh youtube channel not sponsored in any way shape or form but it'd be great (coughs) isn't this great when wood studio isn't doing attack on Titan? they can just do all these like fun projects yeah it's it's crazy they they done they put a lot on their plate a movie just came out recently from them too it's called bubble uh i just started watching it last oh, night yeah. uh and it is so with studio like uh everything about it the animation uh i didn't finish watching it but i'll probably talk about it next week if i finish watching it 
Uh, with that, that is the latest news of the week. If there are any news articles you guys want us to talk about, uh, let us know down below, or you can send us into a DM or an email at the wepower at gmail.com. Uh, we'll check it out and then uh, maybe you'll show up on a future podcast. Uh, but let's uh, chuck along and move into the media roundup of the week. Uh, this is the segment where we talk about anything we watch or read outside of our top 10 anime ranking board. Uh, it's a little bit smaller now since we had to move some some of the animes into the top 10, uh, but still good nonetheless. Uh, let's get into the first one on the board. Rising of the Shield Hero Season 2 Episode 4. Uh, we get a little bit more Rishia, I guess. As, uh, I guess is a Rishia type episode. And uh, we are slowly, very slowly heading into the turtle and trying to figure out what the hell is going on. And uh, a little surprise at the end, we meet... Uh, the people that we thought were our our mm. comrades, our friends, and uh, they're they're just there now, I guess. So, uh, how do you guys feel about that little uh, cliffhanger at the end? And what do you predict could be happening anytime soon? Uh, can we talk about? Because I don't really understand. Um, fan lady glass glass or whatever yeah. mm -hmm. glass. Why was she acting the way that she did? Why was she like, <laughs> I'm not going to look at you? Well, I, I assume it would be the fact that she was technically the antagonist of season one. Mm -hmm. Other than like, uh, you know, the priest guy and then the, you know, the four heroes had to, you know, work together to defeat the priest guy. But technically she was the antagonist yeah, for the waves, right? So, mm -hmm. you know, with them trying to, you know, do the whole like mirage magic and trying to walk past them and. Uh, not then to notice. I assume she is not like she was embarrassed, but it's more like, well, shit, they're probably really mad at me and they probably don't want to look at my face. So I'm not going to like, you know, give them a reason to be mad to try to hide my face a little bit. I think that's more of the, the way it wasn't like she was shy or anything. It's just uh, she knows yeah. they hate her and she doesn't want to give them more reason to, I guess, just by looking so at her my face. The issue with that is that. Uh if acting in that way means you don't want them to attack you, which means you don't want to fight. So I'm like, I'm confused. Yes. That's all. <laughs> I'm like, well, it's like they wanted to get out of there like GTFO as fast as they could, and they just happened to right. run into um, Nelfumi on the way out. Yeah. That's why they tried to disguise themselves because they wanted to avoid that. But yeah. why? But why were they there? And that's Are the they, question. They fight already? That's the question that you they have tied? to figure out. Uh, the next stuff couple of episodes inside the monster and cut up the jewel. Yeah, <laughs> then eat it. Yeah, yeah. Ow. <laughs> cook it and then eat it. Oh yeah, but uh, yeah, that's that's the thing is uh, uh, <laughs> when you guys are watching this episode, I'm like trying to think like, how did I feel when I was reading this manga? And I'm like, oh man, I am as confused as I as you guys are <laughs> when you guys are watching the show. So I totally get like when I when I ask the question, what do you guys think next? Is more like. I want to see if you guys even like come close to like figuring out what the fuck is going on or like why is things happening like this or or any way that shape or form because uh it took me quite a while uh to figure out what the hell was going on i'm in it for the ride after this episode i'm glad it's uh picking up more though yeah that's for sure yeah, yeah. yeah it was one of the better episodes that's that's for sure i was excited for human enemies uh potential yeah enemies because you know being up like baboons with turtle shells so fun and all but i was like really happy when i'm a big fan of disguise self and when <laughs> nelfin was like hold on i was like oh shit 
Yeah. They are. They're not who they're saying they the are. Because the guy's That's voice, so cool. when he talks and he says, uh, what, like, the thing that he always calls Naofumi Bozu or whatever, I was like, huh? Yeah, yeah. that was super Kiddo. giveaway. Yep. Like, in the that back of my cool. head, I'm like, hmm? I think that's why no. the the Many. other girl, the other girl was like, ah, you fucking dumbass. We were so close to getting out. You just had to yeah. fucking yeah. say kiddo at the end there. And he's like, oh, whoops, I'm sorry. I hope they fight. I hope they actually fight. Although it's in a tunnel, so I don't know how exciting I that could be. They're they're so I, I think it's going to be like talk. enemy of my enemy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, they might talk. Yeah, that's kind of where I don't, I don't have any inkling as to what direction the story is going to go in terms of what the fuck the significance of the tortoise is Mm -hmm. but i feel like and this is super like uh, overthinking every little thing that i've seen of the um i forget her name the oh ost ost where last week i was like oh my god like the way that they showed her showed her portrayed her was super sus she seems too much of a tragic character to be like the side character but that's not totally unfamiliar to shield heroes formula they constantly bring tragic characters and now fumi's like yeah i bring you in so yeah but i feel like with these new not new a reintroduction of these characters that we thought were friends foe but still friends we like them we love them but now they're back are they friend or are they foe i think it's going to be the enemy of an enemy kind of thing they're going to be like white flag for now truce let's work together we have a common goal struggles to everyone they're going to keep to themselves and now is going to keep to themselves and then they'll they'll find something together and they'll be like oh shit ost is a fucking bitch we're after <laughs> two different things we gotta we gotta convert our attentions to that and then i don't know more intrigue where people are still gonna hold or, and the people i'm referring to are those these uh bozu people the people from the other world yeah lark and the rest of them yeah mm-hmm. glass yeah, I mean that's that's pretty solid. I, I I can I can I can get behind that if I didn't know what was going to happen next. You still think green haired girl's gonna die, Lance? You think they're gonna kill her still? Rishia? No, now I'm yeah. pretty confident they want to make something out of her because they gave her a whole ass episode to be developed. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they gave her a backstory and everything. So <laughs> Lance's eyes. Oh boy! <laughs> All right, let's oh, move wow. on. Sad. <laughs> uh okay let's move on to the next anime on our list uh coming up next a couple of cuckoos episode two uh pretty much your full introduction episode of erica and type of character she is and the type of lifestyle she she lives uh compared to our boy nagi uh so how did you guys feel about episode two of a couple of cuckoos i was really um well it was good and it was also kind of slow i was gonna ways. say that yeah yeah there's like some dragging. really real lols it was when um because we all know what the joke is it's that uh they live in two separate worlds so drastically different mm-hmm. that uh the main character can't possibly uh understand her values versus his own and yep uh you just assume she's gonna look down on everything they uh, his lifestyle is mm-hmm. about because he's poor and she's rich. Uh, and we don't really need like half the episode to drag that joke out. <laughs> it's like yeah. the toilet was too uh, lower class 
the house is like a tool shed. I'm like, yeah, I mean, and then we go to the restaurant oh, for a 24 episode season. I think that I think it it, me- it makes to be like that, sadly. Also, there's a really weird section where he has like this hallucination that his parents and uh, Erica would fight. Yep. And I didn't get that that was a hallucination because it was just like so sudden. Yeah. Without any like hint that it was his imagination. You guys had to tell me that that wasn't real. Like, yeah. yeah. When it cuts back, I had kind of like that whiplash of, oh, I kind of wish there was some kind of like, ooh, or like faded white lines to show that he snaps yeah. back to reality. But there wasn't any of that. And she's nope. like, like sitting right music. across from him. And just calling his name. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I don't feel like that there was anything other than it being dragged on. And Peter makes a good point. Like, even that, that would be my only issue. The, uh, the, the main character kind of, they use him a lot to, um, push forward the joke, right? The idea. Mm-hmm. That, For sure. Uh, yeah. what he's thinking is very sound and what he believes in and how he was raised, but it's all to- a total misunderstanding. And I'm sure all four of us got that like after the first uh interaction with the parents at the restaurant yeah where she like clenches her fist and it's like oh okay he's scared that she's gonna gonna do what he imagined but we're still gonna keep going and then he does the it's gonna explode in three two one (laughs) like wait so he he's misunderstanding her but then he knows exactly when she's going to like act out uh, but I think I think it's mostly he sees similarities uh, with like because he lives in this family and it doesn't really show it too much and I'm sure it'll show it later down the road but he's like the complete opposite of his own family right he's the he's the bookworm he's the studious one he's serious all the time and you know the other three are not like that so I think he just automatically assume oh it's in her genes right it's in her DNA that she's going to act exactly like Sachi, right? Like, I think that'd be like the most comparable one that he knows because his little sister is pretty aggressive and, you know, calls him out every single day. And apparently she eats watermelon ice cream, you know, at 8 a.m. in the morning <laughs> kind of yeah, thing. So, enough. uh, and you know, like this, I think that was the kind of thing they were trying to get the point across. But, uh, yeah, I definitely agree with you guys. I think the idea with this show, and it's not a good thing, but it's not a bad thing. I think it's just the, uh, the way like we're going to present this like this is your first time watching a horror anime this is the first time you've ever right, seen yeah. a roll com anime like I think yeah. a lot of harms yeah they always even in the manga too a lot of the harms and rom-coms they always act like this is your first time consuming this type of genre so they're always very slow not to defend it I actually think it would have been better just to you know breeze past it kind of thing but uh, uh, at the same time I don't know, it's just Japan and just the way they work. Uh, but they're just very, like, by the book. And this is by the book. Like, if it's not broken, don't fix it. I think that's how they feel mm-hmm. like it. And, like, the harm genre is like there's every harm, right? They always have character-specific episodes. It feels forever. True. Even though we understand what these characters are. They're a trope. They're a type. They're not anything too different. Except for a small wrinkle. And we're waiting for that wrinkle. But, yeah. I was going to say, for the amount of doo-doo shows that we've watched so far, this one has been, like, fairly palatable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. 
Because it's not too cringe. Uh, like, I think that's, yeah. the, that's not, the most yeah. important part. It's a cliche. Is cliche the word? Like, cliche the is concept. The word. Yeah, it's cliche. And, like, plot hook is very, yeah, cliche, very simple. Yeah, And of it course. could definitely go into the cringe area, which we, like, even I would argue that the ending premise not not the way that we saw it in the anime but the idea rich father buys a house for the main harem male protag and the daughter to sit in that like if it was in girlfriend girlfriend pretty fucking cringe like the way that I mean, they did it didn't even need the daddy to buy a house they all just decided to live together yeah so but i think mm-hmm. uh like the way that they did it they s- did it smartly having seen like the the parallels and they really wanted to focus that these ca- mm-hmm. the parents are nice yeah or or you know the boys parents are nice is the rich parents going to be nice erica's pretty nice and yeah just like yeah it's just really simple cut of this is your house now take yeah. care of her there's For no sure. like blushing dad who's like <laughs> get in there you know have a condom ready or like something really gross. Yeah. well Maybe no we got a whole very... next episode to do that it's not for my son yeah it's for my daughter. so we'll see next uh, episode if they like escalate it but for this episode is very yeah hate tame sounds like i have a very low standard no i i, I think you're right i think this is the setup that they always go for right they always try to find a way to force mm-hmm. the main girl main main guy to be together right that's that's just the hook right other than just them being arranged marriage you know there has to be some kind of proximity within each other to fall in love with each other because they don't go to the same school right they go to different schools so how would they see each other every day to you know create the love within each other and you know making them live together is uh i guess possibly like the most normal way to go about it with this premise right i mean he's a it's a rich dad right that's like the fifth house they have like down the block uh yeah they've already justified why he has the means to make this a possibility for erica and nagi so that's exactly. why yeah that's why i could really it's believable that this is a mm-hmm. yeah that this could happen and i and I, and i think you guys talked about it too when we were watching you that the dad uh erica's dad or nagi's like actual dad there's something about him right he's not very like uh i wouldn't say cookie cutter but there's something about him that he's hiding he's mysterious and there's some kind of intrigue about him that he might know something more than he leads on to be because he's always like very calm and he's totally okay with everything he knows how everything's going between the two of them as well kind of thing so he always knew erica wasn't his daughter this guy's playing 4d chess he paid off the nurse to let the switch happen (laughs) he did it himself because he's a cheap bastard i don't know because he knew in 15 years he'd want those two babies to marry each other (laughs) why we don't know only he knows keep reading to find out yeah so uh i think that's i think with him i think it makes it a little bit more palatable that way as well so uh we'll definitely see uh pretty long season it is 24 episodes for this season so uh, there's a lot to digest with this show uh, as we move forward uh with that let's move on to the next anime on our list uh finally kaguya-sama love is war ultra romantic episode four uh pretty pretty heavy ishigami episode uh with uh with kaguya with uh, her his big sister and their relationship together uh so i'll uh slide it on to you Lance. How'd you feel about this week's episode? 
we talked about it extensively as we watched the episode, but um, both of our favorite relationships in the show, I think, is Ishigami and Kaguya. Yeah. Um, as much as I love, you know, I love the romantic uh, couple, of course, Miyuki and Kaguya, but as far as, like, friendships go, I really, really like how they executed Kaguya and Ishigami. Yeah. Because um, you can see, just because of their, their two conflicts that they're going through, that they can understand each other. And you wouldn't, I wouldn't expect that in most rom-coms for uh, the supporting boy to have such a close relationship with the girl. Usually it's, of course, Ishigami has a relationship with Shirogane, but... Yeah, they're bros. Uh, yeah, they're bros, of course, but Kaguya is like this big sister relationship with Ishigami, and it's just really, really wholesome. Yep, I agree. And uh, I wouldn't expect it either. But then when you look at Kaguya and you look at how she has no family that, sh- that she loves and no family that loves her, and she's so hungry for anyone to act like a big sister to that she would latch on to Ishigami, who is this <laughs> pathetic sack of shit. <laughs> Just be like, I can help. I can fix him. I can yeah. be the inspiration in his life. Yeah. And poor Ishigami. But it works, and they really are good for each other, and they make each other better. Yeah. I think that's the beauty with Kaguya's summer, right? It is like, it's a rom-com, obviously, and that's what it tags itself in. But I think the idea, like, it tries to focus on the five of them, right? Like, obviously, uh, Shirogane and Kaguya, they're like, they're your pole, right? They're the pole at the beginning of the season and season yeah. one. But the five of them together, like, that's, that's what matters, right? The relationships all intertwining with each other, how they interact with each other. Like, <clears throat> Chika and, uh, and, uh, Shirogane, they also have like their own, like, separate relationship outside of the five, right? Like, they have yeah. like this, like, sensei <laughs> student relationship uh, kind of thing sensei and <laughs> and sack of shit student atrocious student uh, yeah. yeah so uh they always have like these little things like even shiragane kind of acts like kind of like a dad to Eno a little bit kind of like because she knows how gullible she can be how uh naive she can be with the world around her so she he tries to like find ways to you know mm-hmm. to teach her without you know hurting her feelings so it's kind of like they yeah. all have like these side relationships that oh and then, really like, you know, chica you know is the only person in the room that actually respects chica and she keeps like <laughs> reminding everybody about all the good things that chica actually does and is he is capable of doing but no one believes her <laughs> yeah exactly so uh i think that's the beauty of it i think that's what keeps the the show going honestly like i think i think the shirogane like kaguya route I wouldn't say it's like overdone or it's played its course, but it's kind of like, you know, that's not what I'm looking forward to. Uh, when we like, yeah, when we watch the show or we even read the manga, right? When like you, me and Lance are caught up, it's like, that's not what I'm looking forward to. I'm looking forward to like their relationships as a whole together, the five of them, because, uh, it's fun when all five of them are together. So, yeah. Six, you want to throw in Hayasaka? Or her, her, her sake. How did how does how does that So, uh, yeah, all of her uh, personas that she's built up. Uh, I also said this while we're watching. This is kind of like the I think this is the peak of it. Like that joke <laughs> where she just has so much personas right now, and nobody is able to identify who's who. 
And that's like the big like snowballing joke here is that she has so much lies yeah. going on and everyone has like their side of the story so they're when they hear Hayasaka is doing something, the idea of who and what that person is doing is totally different from the next guy. Yeah. <laughs> so the misunderstanding of anything involving Hayasaka right now is just is itself a huge joke. <laughs> yeah, it's gold. Uh, because yeah, she plays into it pretty hard too, right? Like she's so tired of mm -hmm. doing this shit that she's willing to fucking start burning bridges, right? Like she was like, yeah, I was that that's all he's texting is 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 me. Like I'm the one he's texting every night. And then everyone's just like mm -hmm. Chica's like, oh, oh, boy, boy and boy. Fuck. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> she thinks Hi's like is a is a boy. It's like a lie that she's a that she's a boy to Chica. Yeah. And Chica doesn't know that she's a girl. Yeah. She even and lied to her like hers. Like, yeah, Shigane knows that she's a girl. So yep. yeah, it's just crazy. Awkward. It's absolutely just apeshit crazy right now. Uh, the world of Hayasaka. Yeah. And I love it. All right, Lance, anything else for Kaguya-sama? Watch the show. Watch the show. Pretty good. <laughs> yeah, watch it from season one. Watch it from season one. Actually, watch it twice like me. Then read manga. Then watch it a third time. Because now you understand the jokes <laughs> even better. And I swear to God, that third time is better than the first and second. <laughs> uh, okay, there's your Lance PSA for Kaguya-sama. He literally uh, punched me in the gut and said, when are we going to watch the first season? <laughs> <laughs> Tonight, fucker. And buy me that melon bread, too. <laughs> no! Melon <laughs> uh, bread. Uh, all right, well, there you go, guys. That is the media roundup of the week. Uh, let us know down below or even uh, DM us. Uh, on our social media or email us uh, what shows or manga you guys want us to watch or read. Uh, we'll check it out and then maybe it will show up on a future podcast. Uh, but let's uh, take a break from all the anime talk and jump into our fun little game called uh, Take 5. Uh, if you don't know what this is, uh, every week, because we're too lazy to, to think of another segment because this one's pretty good now, uh, we mm -hmm. basically pick a topic. Uh, we choose five random items that pertain to that topic, uh, and then we rank them one to five. And then uh, we pretty much try to keep it within five minutes of uh, a debate to try to convince each other which one's the worst and which one's the best. Uh, but obviously, that never happens. If you saw from last week's episode, I think that was like fucking almost thirty minutes of Zelda talk. So uh, sorry for that. I mean, <laughs> they made that they made the episode extra beefy last week, but uh, you know, we're pretty pretty heatedly debated when it comes to zelda so um but uh i digress heated yeah well i mean honestly i cut out a lot more <laughs> on for another shit pile here huh? <laughs> we got a good one uh, <laughs> we got a good one for y'all here you go <laughs> all right here you go here's a topic uh the worst of the Wii power hour top 10 ranking board so basically from all the animes that we watch, I've, I think we're now at like 50 shows, 50 plus shows. Long time fans will know. Yeah, <laughs> that we've watched uh, on the show. So uh, we picked the worst of the worst to try to rank them to see who is the worst of the worst. So uh, here are your five. Uh, Juron, the snow and white princess. on our princess of snow and blood. Something like that, yeah. Uh, Full dive, RPG, uh, Karoshi Eye. Peach Boy, Riverside, and Tokyo 24th Ward. So that's your five uh, for this week. I'll put five minutes on the clock, even though it'll be pretty much useless. Uh, let's uh, let's go, guys. What is the worst one out of this five? I'm, oh, I'm feeling gee. Tokyo 24th is probably on the bottom half. 
bottom I think half. It's the least worst it's, out of it's all the of these. It's the best of the worst. Yeah, I think. Okay. Because it, it was just like disagree. it's mediocre. You know what I mean? Compared bad, to, dude. for like, example, mediocre. It's pretty bad. I but think there's another uh, tier that shit, and there's so much people fighting so fiercely on this <laughs> list for that. I really? think Kuroshi Eye is probably the worst. I'm on, uh, <laughs> sadly, I would like to agree with you, but I'm actually on a full dive RPG hate. Like the, the premise that they were trying to go for it. Cause they were like, they were like, oh, this is a, a joke on the, you know, like Sword Art Online. Like we're funny. We're going to be like this. They were so serious in what they were trying to accomplish. And then it was just, it was just shit. It was just absolute shit the whole way through. You know what's fucked though? Full dive was kind of funny. <laughs> oh my full god! Are full you kidding me? Kind of funny. <laughs> okay, I full, did laugh like full dive twice? made me laugh I think more I than twice. Yeah. and that's yeah. more than zero. That's way so, more. Yeah. I can think of two things that made me laugh: the uh, childhood girl. I forget her name, Maria. Yeah, yeah. her as a reoccurring so villain and the idea of it funny. I like that. Uh, her fight yeah. sequence non-existent. Like they drew the oh my god the camera was like going into the four corners you guys remember that that's yeah. haunting oh, me. alicia yeah it, it was just god awful fights the second time i laughed or second like memorable funny moment has to do with the brother coming back as a ghost and like mm-hmm, haunting him mm-hmm. and and uh the main character is like it's what's the brother's name like if the it's like Peter time. It's Peter time or it's some Martin. shit. Martin. Martin time. It's Martin time. Like, <laughs> so funny. It's, yeah. I guess. <laughs> Otherwise, yeah, just... a pretty bad show. Like, it's bad. But when I did s- you when did you guys find uh, realize that it was a bad show? Was it when he fell down on the track and then peed his pants? <laughs> I think that was it for me. That was like episode three, I think. That was like pretty early on. Yeah, episode three. I was like, definitely, this is actually definitely bad. <laughs> Especially how serious they painted that picture. Like, oh, if you do amazing yes. at this meet, we get to give you a scholarship and like we can take care I don't of like you. His, his idol is like, you're a piece of shit. And stupid yeah, and exactly. Cringe. Yeah. <laughs> It's like like he falls down, people kick Durin's his face, and everyone lines up and they all start kicking (laughs) Durin's his face. Like, oh my god. Time to go down the spanking train. What? It's a a one mile spanking train. He gives up playing the game and then he goes back into it and it seems to have a positive impact on his life, like in school. Yeah, but that was like half an episode. And then the boot camp episodes, and that was like three or four episodes. Yeah, and that was such a waste of time too. I'm laughing right now, but I I was really, really angry at the time. I'm so angry, dude. Yeah, I feel old wounds opening up, actually. Still angry. Fucking the Matsuoka character, that was supposed to be like the super badass. And he was supposed oh, to yeah. teach him what to walk through, and then he was still an asshole. And they're having a two-way conversation, except it's a complete one-way. But yeah, it's like, a conversation. Uh, like no relationship why? Like why? And no, the only relationship was because uh, Riona, the big titty girl, hated that guy, and she wanted to get back at yeah. him by beating the game and showing him up. What does it matter? It's a fucking MMORPG. You ain't gonna fucking like 
it's, it's not like it's like Fortnite where it's like, yeah, I'm ranked number one, baby. It's fucking RPG. And no one plays it anymore. Either, no one so plays like, it. It's just the, the one of them. Not no one. Oh, you, got for, well, you got man. Yeah, you got the gout oh, man. Well, I guess gout. Gameplay. Okay, that's guy. a lifestyle. That was yeah, see, the times I laughed. Okay, execution <laughs> and like going through the ride was really bad and executed per poorly, unpalatable. But there are certain concepts and ideas and characters that are genuinely like that's pretty good but this anime sucks like gout man maria mart fucking martin time i can't get over that that shit's so funny i i and think hold, the hold on not fourth. <laughs> i think maybe third because I, I think is fourth <laughs> which one uh, not quite uh, uh no wait oh i was gonna say drawn but actually wow is drawn actually worse than <laughs> This is a hard. This is a lot harder than I thought. I think with Kuroshii, the comedy of the show is back and forth the sexual harassment between the two of them. Like, how can I? How, how can, can I make I just it so cringe? The, yeah. Mm. <laughs> Let me have a racist caricature speaking like gibberish Japanese, and yeah. <laughs> and then no one who's an assassin knows how to kill anybody. Yeah. So the action is yeah. shit. But I feel like. Because I'm basing it off like how much rage I have with these shows. And Kuroshi Ai is like kind of on the bottom because I think my expectations were low from the get-go. Like <laughs> it was hard for me to be angry because I wasn't going to expect anything out of it. Which I mean fair, I was fair. right. But like, okay, yeah, but like Joran, right? Like Peach Boy Riverside. Full dive. I had higher expectations because the concept seemed good enough. So like average enough to be like okay especially Joran. we 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 were on the boat that Joran was gonna be an s rank show at the beginning we thought we thought we found a diamond in the rough no yeah, one was talking about Joran. the trailer fooled us and then the first couple episodes even fooled us even further and then it was downhill from there and it became one of the worst shows yeah, that first episode was actually pretty good yeah as yeah, absolutely yeah. she transformed in everything kept getting worse they worse, couldn't commit to whatever worse. plot line that they wanted and it just kind of fell apart at the end. But I think expectations before consuming the show doesn't really reflect how bad the show is. Kuroshi I not what could sure be, what is. not expecting much, but it's a garbage tone deaf show. <laughs> yeah, but like potential, right? Like Kuro uh, not Kuroshi, yeah. okay, okay. Joran could have been so much better. Doesn't that infuriate how you about, more? How about we toss in fucking uh Peach Boy Riverside because it hasn't had much talk and god damn it that plot was abysmal. Like the whole pacing yeah, of it, so what they're trying to do with it. The, the it, rearranging of episodes. It, it, it was a monkey on a keyboard. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's how I see the show. Yeah. Oh yeah. It was early here's a china shop here's a monkey here's a bucket of poo and then you just let the monkey go for like an hour and then you produce peach boy riverside well the sad <laughs> part is is that the monkey didn't even like dirty the china set he just went outside and then like attacked the village <laughs> and then pooped all over them and then the china set was like but, just fine but in reality that was a flashback to the <laughs> it was rearranged oh, no. oh my god <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh! But then, then the next episode is the monkey gang adopted uh, into this mission to throw poop. And then and the we next learn why that, we've been calling the monkey carrot and not monkey. Yeah. And then the next episode after that is the season finale. <laughs> yeah, know, yeah, yeah, it was pretty bad. We saved the. <laughs> that was fucking awful. 
I get where you're coming from, though, Peter. But at the same time, potential means that there was something good about it. Because you failed the potential doesn't mean that your teacher should be like, well, you could have done better. And because you started out well and then you crashed and burned, I'm going to give you an F. You should still at least give like, well, you put an effort and you did well here. <laughs> you kind of fell off at the back. So I give you like a C minus. Why did you give up? Oh, we're, you know? we're, we're definitely two different teachers. <laughs> it infuriates me more because I know you can do better than that. You choose not to. Like, it was a choice. Like, Peach Boy Riverside, it was a choice for them to rearrange things. Duran, it was but a choice to go is, down that route. With Peach Boy Riverside, <laughs> even if it was in perfect chronological order, it's still shit. Absolutely, so still shit. shit. Absolutely. Absolutely. Remember when Hawthorne used his sword? as a lightning rod to evade being electrocuted remember oh, the, you probably all forgot that remember that the boy he fought shit. Todoroki and then we were like oh we'll we see him season him. 2 and then he got sliced when he was leaving the village yeah no and reason character development they tried to shove into those they gave minutes, him so much backstory blown out the window yep they they made it super sad he missed Carrot he, it was like a big sister to him gone and they're like, you should cry now. This is the part where you cry. I'm like, dude. <laughs> yeah, crying tears okay, of shit. So, so my choice for first place is actually Peach Boy Riverside. <laughs> <laughs> no matter what, whatever these rankings are, it's uh, like, they they're all suck. All they're all it's so bad. Yeah, Tokyo 24th, we're suddenly not looking so bad anymore in my mind. I, I thought it was right? really bad. I forgot, though. So, Peter, you want to put Drawn at first? Uh yeah, I would like to have Joran at first. For Joran or Full Dive, they're both equally infuriating to me. Pe <laughs> Peach Boy, I mean, I don't Damn. know. It's whatever. You guys don't think Kuroshi Eyes is number one? How every time they try to play play out the comedy scenes with the cute, funny music, it was just completely like what? The ending sequence, the opening theme, the uh, guy with the no Everything mouth getting between. shot through the window but not actually dying. Okay. That's a good point because, you know, looking back, I can, you know, I'm laughing already. I'm, I got these fond memories of how bad they were. <laughs> um, but I think of Kuroshi Ai and I try to remember it. I don't even like. I can't even laugh, dude. It's was <laughs> <laughs> the fighting sequences. The antagonists weren't acting like antagonists. We dropped every character that interacted with our two main love interests almost immediately. The fucking manager got cut in the throat, and he he still lives. He lives. <laughs> he fucking lives. Our, our little foreign boy got shot point blank, but it just a piece of glass clipped him on the head. head. It just scratched And him. then the guy left. He didn't check the body. He was just like, knock, knock, look at me so I can shoot you and then miss. And be like, ha ha ha. See you, He tries bitch. again and gets his ass beat. And then the girl can interrogate him for critical information. What an idiot. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah right. I guess we can put Kuroshi on top. <laughs> how's, <laughs> how's that look? <laughs> Looking. It looks absolutely awful. <laughs> Just like how I thought it would. Alright, we're all in yeah. agreement for that? Pretty sure five minutes has been a long time ago. Yeah. Yeah? yeah? Okay. Yeah, sure. Sure. No matter I mean, who wins, no matter who wins it's lost. still embarrassing still as fuck. <laughs>
yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh okay here you go here is the worst of our uh anime ranking boards since we started uh coming in at fifth place tokyo 24th ward uh fourth place full dive rpg third place peach boy riverside second place joran and then first place karoshi i uh, let us know down below if you agree with our rankings. <laughs> if you even watch these shows, who knows? <laughs> it feels like we're the only ones that watch these shows for God's sakes. Uh, so, uh, let us know if how much you, you hate these shows. shows. I'm sorry. Yeah. Well, we shouldn't say sorry. The, the studios and the people who made them should say sorry. But, truly. Truly. But, uh, uh, yeah, let us know down below how much you hate these shows. And, uh, that's kind of, that should create a little buzz, right? <laughs> yeah everyone loves yeah. hate that's true they love to hate yeah. things it's true it's in our nature <laughs> uh okay uh let's uh move on to the meat of our show it is the anime ranking board for the spring 2022 season uh before the season started we handpicked 10 animes from all the trailers uh that showed up for this season uh we have a 10 for the first couple of weeks and then we start regretting our decisions start trading some out finalize a top 10 hopefully by the middle of the season uh and then still regret our choices all the way to the end uh and then of course we grade our shows every week in and week out to see who's the best of course my family will always be the best but you know <laughs> at least people can try uh but let's jump in to the board of course we're always gonna start in the bottom half i'll read the bottom five grades out and then i'll put 20 minutes on the clock and then we will discuss anything uh we want from these bottom five so uh let's get started uh coming in at 10th place tomodachi game with 27 points uh with grades c from avery c plus from lance c from myself and then d plus from plinchy uh coming in at ninth place big fall big drop uh Dayamon with 31 points uh with the grades c from uh avery b from lance c minus from myself and then c plus from plinchy uh loved afterworld Domination comes in at A place with 33 points. Uh, B's from Avery and Lance. C minus for myself and then C from Plinchy. Uh, another show that's slowly dropping. Uh, to become a real heroine, the unpopular girl and the secret task comes in at seventh place with 35 points. Uh, with the grades B minus from Avery, B plus from Lance, C plus for myself and then C from Plinchy. And then a surprise, I think it's the first time it's been in this bottom half of the board, but it's been free falling pretty quickly as well. Uh, the executioner in their way of life rounds out the bottom half of the board with sixth place, uh, just barely beating out real heroin at 36 points, uh, with the grades B plus from Avery, C pluses from Lance and Plinchy, and then B minus from myself. So I shall put 20 minutes on the clock, uh, and, uh, let us discuss this bottom half of the board. Wow. Tomodachi mm. game finally taking up the crown it so deserves. <laughs> as foretold you know we should uh those av the, the pictures that we take and we use for the thumbnails we should have one where one of us is like crowning so that we could use it to show that's who... a good one yeah i'm gonna write that down <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> i'll set up the yeah. dining room so i can take Return some pictures of the king <laughs> or like someone else knighting someone anyway just find a picture uh, of boji in a fucking on a throne Use Boji's body. No, I, I, I can't possibly <laughs> use Boji's body so disrespectfully. Wow. It is. Yeah. <laughs> not the king himself. Uh, but not surprising, though. Like, the, the two shows that we infused into this top 10, they're absolutely top tier shows. So, 
Uh, the ranking board got <laughs> shooken up quite heavily. These aren't bad points either compared to last season. Yeah, twenty six points. This is probably okay. One of our strongest seasons, if not the strongest. Not in terms of like, like being top heavy, but just like just the body is not yeah. as skinny yeah. as it always always is for our top tens. It's a good balance. I don't think we had this since like winter of. 2021 i think i can't even remember yeah i, I literally can't hormia mishoko re-zero i think we had that skate oh God, was that on that never like it's like stacks out like a sword <laughs> um, oh never mind that it was kind of whatever we had a Rosekai picnic in that one as well and yeah, it's always too. like 50 50. this one i feel like is like 75 25. yeah i think this is the first time we've ever had like it doesn't feel disgusting to be on the bottom half of the board pretty good yeah Mm -hmm. uh but any of the shows i gotta say yeah yeah with tomodachi game i after hearing fucking tenji talk that much i'm like all right get on with it yuichi's gonna input himself and be like here's my grand scheme i I just i stopped watching i'm like you're talking too much (laughs) you're literally like the show is literally fucking grabbing a, like a gerber baby food spoon and like shoving down like guess what's gonna happen next buddy yeah more fucking baby food in your <laughs> yeah. mouth bitch the, the airplane is like flying for like 30 minutes like here it comes here's the airplane uh, hurry up dude <laughs> give it to me give it to oh, me here it comes Get oh no it's a u-turn yeah yeah this so. episode was a pretty big turnoff for me too but mostly in addition to all the Tenji talk and like craziness after it being revealed how it's only been one episode since we've known what the is evil like well, it was last episode that last episode is when he revealed it yeah and then this whole episode this week was like his okay. coming out party right he was truly showing yeah. how evil he can be yeah just showing up those new butterfly wings is this metamorphosis yeah. into butterfly in the sky too too much like pov on his perspective to where like we're we're not gonna i don't even know we're not gonna show anyone else's perspective because that would take the fun out of like yuichi's grand plan well yeah they were just trying to like bait a switch here right just like oh we're stuck with this point of view we're stuck with like this Mm -hmm. like idea of where the show is going and then here comes he goes inside the room and you see nothing outside too before the slap so it's like yeah like oh he's totally set up like like I, yeah. I think the idea is okay, but it's too obvious. Yeah. Like it's so obvious yeah. every turn they do. Like oh, they're trying to do like the most like bait and switch that you can do. Yeah, they telegraph their moves too hard. Exactly. It was almost infuriating hearing the um, I don't even know her name. One of the peanut gallery characters, the one with the short black uh, side bangs, Sukino. Where she's like. Oh, Ishigami is a bro six three. It's she like everything that we talked about, stuck in this point of view, Tenji, 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 Tenji. Who's the main fucking character? Where is he? What is he doing? It doesn't matter. We're focusing on this. And at the fucking very end, as if we had any choice or any power to do so, this bitch <laughs> is like, but have you noticed? It's been going on right in front of your eyes. He's smiling. You notice. Yeah. Yuichi's been plotting this whole time. Oh my god, I was so upset. I don't think I said anything, <laughs> but I literally was like in the back of my chair like 
Fuck! I, what? Why? They they want to make me upset. Yeah. That's what they're trying to do. <laughs> like they're literally calling me stupid a couple episodes ago. Well, not me specifically, but to the audience, the way that they tell you things is like. Oh yeah, you're part of the audience. You it, didn't notice, but this is a psychological thing that's happening right now. Women are this is this is that like just all this information, and then telling me that I didn't notice something that they willingly did not show me, the viewer, purposefully, and it's my fault. Like, I'm. Upset. I mean that that's just kind of the, the the way that I see fucking peanut gallery at this point is the connection for younger audiences to. Yeah. feel like yeah. integrated in the show you know damn a younger artist should not be watching like, this wow, show i am a, i am a stupid <laughs> kid do, you know they love this <laughs> yeah this does feel like baby's first psychological uh yeah, yeah. game show and then you it know does, like yeah. middle school like your big boy pants is probably Rompa. you can move on to actual <laughs> Have you seen mystery. the Rumpa subreddit? Oh my god. I know oh, you have, man. but it's it's a rhetorical Yeah, that's where question. all the middle schoolers are, you can tell. <laughs> <laughs> they, have, they have no outlet for their frustration, so they have to make weird art on Danganronpa characters again. Yeah, tell me about it. Also, uh, give it up to probably the most useless character in our top 10. Fucking Shibe Makoto, huh? Give it, give it oh, up, dude. dude. What a waste of a fucking Captain character. Captain himself? Damn. Yeah, poor guy. I feel sorry for him. Like you cut out that whole section of like finding out about his dad, it does not affect anything. Yeah, anything about like Yuichi trying to like fucking get back at Tenji or you know beat the game or whatever bullshit. It was just let's just show how miserable this guy can be and that he's never gonna get this girl ever. It's like like I've never seen a filler character before, and I've just witnessed it. Like he was just used to fill up time he had been out of screen moping about plastic surgery and the second that it's mentioned that it wasn't he's up and then he's down again yeah i mean yeah. it's only five characters like the five main ones and they <laughs> made one of them a filler is like why why then why have them like then, then well, well, it's a setup for the next game whenever that's gonna happen i guess he turns, he's so frustrated that he turns into a serial killer and kills one of them i don't know i mean but he did kill someone way too long yeah oh right yeah that was the ending that was like he, one of his secrets someone. is that he killed someone so i was like ooh. oh but what if he killed his dad the, the douchebag dad that was fucking you know uh forcing people to have guess sex with what him. that's gonna be because oh yeah at some point his hopes and dreams (laughs) he killed somebody somebody in apex legends (laughs) great shadow legends considering how like his character and what or god english is hard sometimes what if the person that he killed is a controversial point in where he got a girl pregnant and made her get an abortion. It's like, oh, he killed somebody. Oh, the Texas route. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, it's probably. I feel like more this like, show would go there. Like he teased somebody in middle school, and then that kid, suicide. like, got hugely tra- traumatized by that and it spiraled out of control, and then he took his own life. And uh, then they're like, interesting. 
kill that kid. See, see, too dark. It wasn't his fault in the end, though. I, I think it's the other way. I think he was the bully because I assume, like, maybe someone knows about his dad and, like, all the shit he does. And they were, like, bullying him to try to get... Because he's a rich kid, right? Like, you want to get money off of this kid. That's why you're friends with him. Accidentally shove him. Yeah, and he then they the just corner like of a table. exactly, <laughs> or they're like, I never heard of that strategy. I don't bully more rich kids because you're from a fucking island that everyone's poor. <laughs> 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 so I, I don't know. That's, that's what I assume is that he he killed the bully that was trying to steal his money because he's rich because or he has like slow, low self esteem. Oh yeah, or dad killed him. I don't know. No, that's know that seems too like that is money. Killer. That seems too busy being in the putang, you know. Like he doesn't really True. give two shits about his son. So I don't know. We'll see. Do I care though? I mean, not really. No, not at all. It's more like, what does this do for us and Yuichi? And what the fuck has he been doing? Can we just see that, please? No. Yeah, it doesn't. And any storyline with him, it doesn't affect the other four. Like the other four all have things against each other <sighs> that matter, especially the, like, this love square that they're having. But Shiba yeah. is just he's just there oh dude when they both walked away with the girl and i hate how i said that <laughs> sentence but it's what happened the boys walked away with a girl each and then yeah. shibe was just in the left in, in the, the middle like, yep. damn dude you no bitches <laughs> no bitches it does get us talking about it a lot i noticed we've always at least spend five to ten minutes on the show every week yeah I think that's the so nature it's something. of it too, it being yeah. uh, the cliffhangers that they do in the mystery. Exactly, like the game up. itself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that cliffhanger though was enough to, even after everything, I still think that cliffhanger was enough to save. So it gives us another least, reason to yeah. watch next week. Yeah, it's yeah. another reason to keep watching. Yeah, like I went on a rampage about the, the, the characters addressing the audience like they're children or don't know any better, but... I understand that it's to drive the plot and I want to see it more, so it's doing something right. Yeah. All right, any of the other shows? Damn on. Well, not an average episode. Yeah, yeah. it wasn't bad. It was just average. Too much happened. I think... I'll have to see the dad's face for a microsecond. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's a uh, senpai. Yeah, he's, yeah, yeah. that was like the biggest like uh, plot twist, biggest, right? Uh, was that he knew <laughs> the main yeah. guy. Yeah. But I think we talked about it before, like in the beginning of the season... Where that we're 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 probably gonna see like individual episodes of characters in this restaurant or uh, the mochi shop, and we're gonna like learn about them, get to know them, fall in love with them, and see how they integrate with everyone else. But it's kind of very surface level, uh, and it's like hard to really like get behind them. Like I, you know, the guy, the cross session guy, he's he seems to be like a cool guy and stuff like that. But it's just like it feels surface level everything about him. So it's kind of like I, I'm behind the idea of him cross-dressing but i'm not behind the character if that makes any sense like i'm behind yeah, I like i know what you mean the idea of it but him himself isn't that interesting to where like i i can like this character to fall in love with this mochi shop even more so kind of kind of sideways episode i feel like the way they treat the characters who are part of the shop um so that's why well i feel like nagamu would i'm realizing he's the kind of character who would just help anybody he sees yeah. But yeah, it's really important because, you know, their workers at the shop are a part of its community. So that's why he's so invested. But I do, the way they treat the characters, I feel like is after they have their episode, they're just going to go right back to the background. So it's kind of like, yeah. do I really want to care that much about each 
person or are they just going to disappear after this episode and not really change the main story in any way yeah that's true it's uh we haven't seen uh horikawa the the girl that sings uh, on youtube and some yeah. of that we haven't seen her since episode well, two she's, so she's in the ending so we see, we see her every episode yeah but and, well, she's not actually part of the episode uh, yeah so i definitely agree with you on that uh i think another show that's like i mean i talked about it last week but like slowly disappointing me more and more uh executioner way of life i i it saved itself this week i think i think it's going in a direction that is a lot better than the previous weeks but like it kept me hooked for the time yeah that, that's what i have so to give it honestly sad that grandma's evil i was like don't be but yeah. I mean, it was, I was so actually obvious. not happy with this episode. It wasn't. It wasn't. Though. They it were was. Like, she didn't like. Oh, she didn't so like stop was. talking to uh, Menno, and then like she's in the dark. She's like, <laughs> fool. No, I, I mean like, not that, that fucking actually, obvious, but just like the way she, decent. the way the way Grandma's relationship with Flair, and just like they just have opposite like viewpoints of how they like see things. Like I didn't know Grandma was that evil. Like she just Why like straight up be evil every time yeah well it's not the it's church just it's just her it's law it's not she even like, like runs the church and I mean, like she, she yeah yeah, yeah. The church, no though. no but she's they're like the but like with the church is like this grandioso idea right that they're behind is like oh god told us that we need to be this way so this is the way we live grandma's just like i want to be younger i want to live forever so like she just uses the church to help her but it's not like you know it's not like this grand scheme yeah, that like uh, the church has to be behind because it's religion at least it was for a good reason no you can't it be to, evil with it good had to reasons. be literally the most selfish reason i gotta say though i appreciated her like little power gem crystal emerald bullshit attack <laughs> when oh she started god. her little mini rave that that shit was <laughs> fucking hilarious oh my god seizure <laughs> warning <laughs> Like what? What's Grandma's attack? Some holy beam? No fucking rave attack. <laughs> fucking chaos emeralds <laughs> from Sonic. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's uh, I don't know. It's it's going in a direction again that's like kind of salvageable, but at the same time, like to get to this point, I don't know. It's pretty. It's it's pretty tough to consume. So I I enjoyed it as a plot to keep the uh the girl relationship going. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, absolutely. like a reason for them to stick together. It's much better yeah. than, you know, baseline. Oh no, we can't kill her, and she yeah, yeah, again. for sure. It's, and it's something they had to do too, because I mean, if they kill Akari, or I mean, that, well, that's that's end yeah, of the fucking show. So, <laughs> so I mean, like I don't know, just the timing of it, everything just felt like yeah, Akari. Yeah, there's no way Does they were going to kill Akari. Not have full control of her power. Do, does, none none the of them have full right control now? of their powers. So right. Uh, so yeah, she can't control it very well. But I assume I, I don't know. Maybe maybe they pull it out of her and then they put it back in and then she controls it better. Or she has like some kind of like diamond or like a jewel or something like that. Kind of like grandma with her staff, where like it has the powers in it and then she can use it, kind of thing. Focus. But yeah, but they already said. But they already said the moment they pull the powers out of her, like she like loses her memory or some bullshit. Like she resets to like vegetable or, yeah, she or something. Her, she basically loses herself. So she just is a lifeless. She's a lifeless a body. Yeah. That's, uh, so still alive. Yeah. I don't know if they will pull it out. I don't know if they're going to go the route that like technically Akari and Menno are like connected by destiny or fate. And then like Menno just screams out, Akari, come back to me. And then Akari snaps back into it to where like, she doesn't have her powers, but technically she is still herself. I don't know. That, that sounds like a route they could take as well. That sounds right. 
I'm just more like, why didn't Akari just pull back time to stop all of this? It'd be great if she could, but uh, she I, just was like, Mino, Mino, uh, unhand me, no. Yeah, if it was that uh, easy, then you know, she would have done it a lot when when Mino was falling down into the abyss. Yeah. So, but she didn't, so it means that she can't control it. But then another another episode, she like found a dead bird or something, right? Wasn't she like, oh, let me help you, little girl. I can save this bird. Uh, I think she helped a girl with a scraped leg. So she oh, seems wasn't like she, bird, can, yeah. she can conjure a little bit of her power, but... Small time. Yeah. Not like... She can't like... I don't think she can turn back the world. Yeah. I just... I'm like, well, if it's not on purpose, the most reasonable way that it would get set to that far is by like emotion. So yeah. how come Menno being under duress and these people surrounding her doing this thing how come that doesn't activate it like what are we gonna wait till next episode to do it because yeah you're right it works if she dies maybe it's just plot related they maybe they're just like fucking kill her and then she's like <gasps> it's not the right time because i'm thinking about the boy the first one they did and he just was able to just like right he just kind of shot yeah. his no ability yeah, and it like nulled it conjure it so yeah. yeah maybe it's just plot related maybe they just like it's not the time yet not time that's why I'm like she's panicking. Why, she doesn't realize she can I, use her powers. It's not second nature to her. Meno told her not to use her powers uh, willy nilly, kind of thing, and that's maybe that's in the back of her head. Sure. Well, I'm going to do this dangerous thing that uh, I did for Jaron, which is I'm going to predict what's going to happen in a positive uh -huh. way, and then get uh -huh. disappointed. All right. Um, Take us out for this bottom half. They're going to succeed in pulling Akari's powers out of her, but her powers are going to resist. And then turn back time to a whole day in the past. And she's able to keep Metal's memory and her memory. And now the rest of this six, this, the next six episodes is going to be them on the run from the church. Uh, <laughs> sounds pretty sick. Okay, we'll, 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 we'll remember that one, Lance. And we'll keep you to it to see if you're it right. Happen. If it doesn't happen. When it doesn't I happen, mean, Lance will remind us. And if it does happen. Oh no, Lance will just us. pretend that he never said it. And it would be like, yeah, I never said that <laughs> shit. That's stupid. I knew this was going to be shit no matter You're what. You're dumb. Uh, but okay, there you go. That is the bottom half of the board. Let us know down below if you agree with our grades uh, for this week's uh, episodes. Uh, just so everyone doesn't forget, we are still in the trading season. Uh, this is week two of the trading season. Uh, we have already traded two shows in for uh, for the original top 10. Komi and Yo Boy uh, replaces Down the Witch and Aheron. Uh, we can still trade in one more, but I think, I think this might be it. I think this might be our top 10. Uh, cause the only other shows we have on our bench right now is Rising of the Sheer Hero and, uh, Love All Play. And I don't think those two will really move the needle per se, uh, for our top 10. There are other shows I think that are very, very good, but I don't think they would move the needle too much either, uh, that I have watched personally. Uh, Dance Dance Dancer, I am, am really in love with that one, but I think that's just like a personal thing. Uh, but it's still a pretty solid show. MAPPA draws it very well, though. The animations are beautiful. It is very a MAPPA show. Uh, and uh, Al, they Al look Aishi. as fuck. Holy shit. That's, that's <laughs> oh, a girl yeah. in the middle. No, no, but left and right. Like, look at his hand. <laughs> Dude, everything is all the Oh, because it's like ballet. Yeah. All over the place. So, yeah. Um, but uh yeah very skeleton hands very good but i know people just like you know the necks the necks hurt 
the most disgusting thing about a person. Uh, so, and they really accentuate the necks because ballet is very like uh, stretching out the limbs to like its utmost, like longest points to try to be as elegant as possible. So, uh, yeah, there's that show. Uh, Aoi Aishi, the soccer one. I think we chose the wrong sports anime to watch this season. I watched the first two episodes of this one and uh, it's pretty, pretty good. Pretty good for a sports anime. Well, I think already a lot better than Love While Play. You know, I think that's what am I talking solid. about? Yeah, I wouldn't mind watching this one. Uh, okay. Uh, I'll show you guys the first episode then, and then next week is our final week for the trading season block anyway. Uh, and see if you guys want to trade anything out or keep the ten that we have now. Okay, that's uh, uh trading season will be put on hold for now. Maybe we'll trade out another anime to complete the the three trade clause that we have. Maybe we'll keep the top ten. Who knows? Uh, but let's move on to the top half of the board uh, for week four. Uh, of course, so, uh, since we're hitting the top half, we'll go a little bit slower and we'll deep dive into each each individual anime uh, as we move on up. Uh, so let's hit number five. Shikamori's not just a cutie at 43 points uh, with the grades B from Avery, A from Lance, B minus from myself, and then B plus from Plinchy. So I hit with you, Lance. You got the highest grade on this show. Uh, what did you like about this week's episode of uh, Shikamori? Oh, God, Mama-san. Oh, yeah. Mama-san. No, don't do that, Mama-san. Yeah. Um, so that was, that was the shining diamond gem of this episode. But the rest <laughs> of the episode was actually really good, too. I, I like... Um, uh, so this is kind of like going back to um, what I said about Kaguya. I like... As much as I like the main couple, I also like the friendships. And um, mm. I actually really like Nakazaki and... Uh, shikamori together uh they, they didn't have to explain why nakuzaki is so close to shikamori but they did anyways and it was a pretty good uh, origin story for their friendship that um nakuzaki just acknowledged that shikamori is a badass and she yeah. wants to be around her also i like dead eye girl who doesn't blink <laughs> she's not at all important <laughs> in the grand scheme of anything but i really think she's cute and funny anytime she says anything i think she's the glue right i think like everyone's crazy around her but she's the yeah, one that kind of like, grounded yeah everyone together mm-hmm. so that's kind of like her deal and she uh, everything's obvious to her so like nothing like mm-hmm. is surprising to her so i think that kind of like helps out a little bit because like i think the big thing with shikamori as a character is that she's misunderstood a lot in the show right like just the idea that like ne- uh nekozaki is like oh you're competitive i'm competitive i love that you're competitive but it's not that she's competitive in the sport is that she was jealous that izumi was looking at nekozaki and cheering for her for that one split basket just just the one basket he was like yeah that was a good shot that was awesome and she was like not today motherfucker like don't you dare do that and i, I think that's just how it goes with shikamori uh everything is about Izumi and every motivation is about him as well. The swimsuit as well. You know, he just looked at the swimsuit model. She's like, I should wear that skimpy of an outfit for my ba- my bathing suit. Not, you know, not to feel sexy or empowered, but it's just because Izumi looked at it for like 10 seconds. Mm-hmm. I like their relationship to um, Izumi and Shikamori. I, it's kind of unusual to say, but it's weird to see a romantic couple where the two are simps for each other yeah like i can't really think of one where 
God, what was the last time we saw like a rom-com where both parties were like equally thirsty for the other person in like a, but like in a wholesome and like not toxic kind of way where other people are getting hurt? Hori Mia? Hori and Mia more are like very, like yeah. they had sex in episode four. <laughs> Was it that yeah. soon? <laughs> yeah, they they skipped a lot. Yeah. Like there's a lot of chapters they in between. Did, yeah. But the anime wise, I think they had the kiss, and then Hori puts the candy in her mouth. Miyamura tongues her mouth, takes the candy out, puts it in his mouth, and then they had sex like two episodes later. And then it kind of mm. like it kind of plateaued from there. Everyone's just kind of like, yeah, they did the deed. We don't care about them anymore, kind of thing. So yeah, true. But not as. Because there's like more serious. I think I think Shikamori and Izumi is very anime fied with their relationship, yeah, where it's just kind of like silly storylines that kind of help amplify their their relationship. So uh, I totally agree with you on that one. So Mama San again. Um, what was that? <laughs> like really? What was that? Mama, a Mama's a klutz. Yeah, Mama's very clumsy. Mama's a little clumsy. She's also really whole, into Shikamori too. Yeah, this whole family just. Uh, this whole show actually <laughs> just loves Shikamori. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. That's I mean that's Nikazaki probably. I mean she out outwardly said Shikamori is my ideal woman. So I'm like, oh nice, yeah. gay. I mean gay. everyone loves her. Pretty gay. Uh, okay. Okay, they not. <laughs> not. Yeah, she's True. a cutie. Uh, okay. Uh, with that, let's move on to the next anime on our list. Uh, coming in at fourth place with 45 points, uh, Summertime Render with the grades, B pluses from Lance and Avery, B from myself, and then A from Plinchy. Uh, so I'll give it to you, Plinchy. You got the highest grade on this one. Uh, what did you like about this week's episode of Summertime Render? Uh, it's just a pretty darn good mystery anime so far. And so I don't watch a lot of horror shows, but I guess in American media... There's a it's a common trope that the people involved in the horror situation are pretty dumb. They make really stupid mistakes. Yeah, yeah. Our main character is very competent, but not in a way that's like some of these other animes that we've seen where it's just vocally told to us that he's competent and really smart. We can see it in what he does, how he plans, mm-hmm. how he's taking information. Yep. The scene where um he and then goes, the dude runs by himself. <laughs> Yeah, Sorry. he's still making mistakes, <laughs> yeah. but um, it's it's a very realistic, like ingesting of all the bullshit that he has to go through. Uh, getting flashed by the little girl. I mean, we've all we talked about it last phrasing. week. Phrasing. That uh, sounds wrong. Uh, she phrasing. Oh, flash! She literally flashlight. Photo- <laughs> photograph flash. Yeah, yeah. She photographed him. My bad. Yes, he. She took a picture. The shadow took a picture of the main boy. Um, and last week we had very, very good reason to believe that the shadow is the little girl. We get confirmation in this episode that yes, she's been there the whole time. That overlooming idea of who's a shadow already uh, is still kind of like exciting. I guess like the idea of it. Yeah. So uh, I mean. He's got to keep a scorebook. Like he's yeah. like, okay, day one, these guys are shadows now. Okay, now day two, these yeah. guys are shadows now. And he's gonna have to like remember to keep keep track of that shit day in and day out. And being able to do that with him, I think, was is the fun 
part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the mystery you can, it's like a ride along mm. mystery where you can, like, yeah. okay, I can try to figure this out the same time he does. Cause I think, I think you mentioned it. That was a pretty good uh, analysis is that the fact that, like, no one's explaining anything to him. There's no outside, like, bullshit, like Tomodachi game where, like, it holds your hand. And so we can Definitely. be, we can be Shinpei. We can be in his shoes and try to figure out with him. Like okay, mm-hmm. this this is this this is that this is how we're gonna get out this this guy's a shadow and it's it's fun it's it's almost like a game, like a horror game where like you're actually He's a good uh, main character to follow in his head. Like yeah. there, there are a few main characters where the author feels like they need to talk more or elaborate on things, but Shimpei is very like this happened. What do I think about it? It's super like simple, easy. You got other people to bounce like things yeah. on. Um, I don't get. I, I mention it when I see it, but I don't think I've seen it in Summertime Render yet of the uh, use of economy, like what they're showing. And I think I think they do it and I'm just not recognizing it because they, they want to take the time to show the scenery. Um, yeah. You know, to settle in like in intake. What are you actually seeing? Is it going to be relevant in future episodes? Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't think they want to give away too much. I think that's like, why yeah, is that exactly. too noticeable? Because then like, if we spell it off for you, then it'd be kind of boring if you catch that's it too fire, fast. Yeah, because yeah. I think it'll be very surface level, the Easter eggs that they put. Not like odd taxi, right? Where it's just mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. they put something there and they'd be like, okay, what the fuck is it about? And then like five mm-hmm. episodes later, it actually shows up and we're like, okay, I don't even know how you oh. got from point A to point B, but sure, <laughs> right? I think Summertime Render is a little bit more on a surface level so like if we see shadow here then of course we're going to understand why shadow was going to be in episode 10 later down the road or some some bullshit like that mm-hmm. so i think there will be easter eggs i think i think you're you're on the right track on that just uh i think they're trying to see like what is so obscured that when you see it it doesn't matter too much like mm-hmm. may, may, maybe a big booby girl uh glasses girl maybe her hanging upside down mattered to like have her blood rush your head i don't fucking know but maybe maybe it's just that obscure that it actually mattered to some kind of plot line down the road maybe the panties matter too uh don't get angry that angry now oh yeah that's right meal's gonna go missing he's gonna find meal in the warehouse and he's oh gonna say God. and he's gonna say show me your panties show me your panties and she pulls her skirt up and it's like it's plain not. white and he's like wait what do, you, what do you think she's still wearing the same one even though she like Took a bath maybe and everything multi- and maybe changed. Been multiple days. Oh yeah. yeah. Or like he he resets again, and this time uh, Mio isn't you know wearing the same That's what thing. I'm it's the shadow. Like yeah, I, yeah yeah. I, I know where you're coming from. <laughs> uh, wait, I want to talk about um, uh, I think the friend or the i the idea that Shinpei had where we can't go to the forest now. We'll wait till the festival because more people, it's safer. I think that whole idea and the things that he's doing might fucking bite him in the butt only oh, of course. because I expect the worst. Because the yeah, one of those like, guys oh. are already a shadow. Yeah. My I guess, like that they're teasing that. My yeah. guess is the yeah. fucking pink girl. The yeah, one yeah, with no yeah, eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yes. I'm totally yeah, thinking yeah, that yeah. too. Yeah, I like it. I like the they're at the festival and they're like trying to just forget that there's like a murder monster like yeah. uh, or a phenomenon going on in the island where people are dying. But the whole time Shay like has these thoughts like uh so we're making code words with my with my bro here he's the he's there's no one else i trust more but there's that little 
piece in the very back of my mind is like, don't fully trust him because I, I yeah. don't know for sure. And I'll yep. never know until it's too late. Yep. So I like that, that keeping up the tension strong. Yeah. I think, I think uh, Plenty said it, right? Like he's not stupid, right? Like he, he's very aware of like his surroundings and he's trying to, you know, solve this. He doesn't want to die. And I think the, the motivation of, uh, of Ushio, the, the blonde girl that died, I think that is like the ultimate motivation, right? It's like, I, I assume he loves this girl, right? I think that's, that's, that's pretty easy to tell. Mm-hmm. And maybe he thinks if he can figure it out, maybe she's not actually dead. Maybe she is savable. And I think in the back of his head, he may be like, nah, it's over. But I think there's a little hope in his, in his heart that if he solves this, he can save everyone and then also save, uh, Ushio as well somehow some way but i mean who knows do we get the happy book ending does this sh- does this show want a happy book ending uh there's also that uh scene where and they they address it in the anime shimpei asks the old uncle about the big booba lady where in another instance before he hears the guys like hey you were talking about you're asking about the boob lady with the glasses did you find her and he's like what the fuck are you talking about yeah this is the first time i ever said it yeah it's uh yeah. What? it's what very the awkward fuck? there's there's just there's the fact that just two shimpeis is like always running around this entire town like i that's the idea i'm getting <laughs> is that this this shadow shimpei is either beating him to the punch and knowing his next step or he just has this much He's been here so long that he's doing the groundwork already. And he's already like going around trying to figure out who's not a shadow so he can go kill them and uh make them into a shadow. It's kinda it's it's like they're don't they're they're playing like uh Oh go? Go. Oh yeah. go, yeah, sorry. I don't for some reason I remember as reverse. It's it is it's to me is like this kind of game. Is where like our Shinpei is white, the shadow Shinpei is black, and they're just trying to like get as many people on their side as much as possible. I like this you huge know, um, board game. When he first saw the little girl shadow, and um, he uh, gave off the, the f- he clued in that he is aware of what's happening, and that maybe right, he's right. seen things before. Yeah. And the, I think the shadow girl understood from that that he might have memories of his past life. Mm. Um. So that oh. that really makes it interesting that the shadows are where that it's possible for humans, or at least Shinpei, to come back from the dead and uh, redo things. I would love to see in the future if um, they gain consciousness of past events and now they are constantly like ca- counter-espionaging each, each other, trying to outthink the other person. <laughs> like massive big brainy. Like Shinpei's like, okay, oh, I'm going to do this and I'll save Mio this time. But then Shadow Mule's like, okay, then I'll kill her sooner now. That's so, some fucking 4D chess right get there. there. She's already dead. Yeah. And just getting worse and worse. I mean, that'd be cool. I mean, they had to have noticed something, right? Like, his eye is different. Like, it's it's so obvious. Like, his eye is like... It's just, from, it's just a birth defect, bro. I mean, that doesn't tell you, hey, your eye is different than the other. You <laughs> can travel back in time, huh? Like, that doesn't say anything. I guess. I don't know. May- well, maybe special. that's like the... That's the eyes of the, the guy who can come back from the dead. Like, <laughs> you're the foretold one. <laughs> I mean, maybe one. we're learning about shadow monsters that can take pictures of people and, you know, absolutely disintegrate the body. Yeah. Anything yeah. can happen at this point. Yeah. I mean, we're only on episode, yeah. what, three or four? It's so. such a weird idea that the shadows would know 
Shinpei's ability. Like that I, means. I, yeah, I was more leaning on the side of it being like, how is this body or facade rather not perfect? Like, what what the fuck? I've been doing this for so long, and you've somehow mm-hmm. have gotten through this ruse. Tell you know, yeah. t- tell me so. I, li- literally being like a dumb alien, tell me so I can fix it. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's yeah. true. Yeah. Have you guys ever watched uh, Edge of Tomorrow? No. That's someone with Tom Cruise, and um. So long story short, there are these black. There's these black monsters, and then they they they're aliens. And they they're killing humanity. But Tom Cruise somehow gets an ability that every time he dies, he comes back. It's uh, like Groundhog exactly Day. Twenty four hours. Yeah. Yeah, it's like Groundhog Day. Groundhog Day, but you know born and lots of alien exactly. uh, Tom Cruise movie summertime render. <laughs> but he gets the power from the aliens huh he oh I think a queen dies and then her brain gets into his mouth somehow as it dies and then he gets and the, the way the aliens work is they're a hive mind they share infinite memories of each other from throughout the multiverse oh I guess and um so he gets in on that and he's also able to tap on tap into the mind and so then an alternate version of himself keeps the memories every time yeah. one of him dies so i don't, um, I don't know it could be like that where <laughs> they the shadows are hive minds and they can sharing information with each other but i guess we'll see next episode i like this movie this movie was pretty good it's been a while since i, I watched it, it a lot yeah i'm watching it i really was fucking hot at it oh yeah okay <laughs> anything else for summertime render <laughs> before i get lost <laughs> in the sauce uh, why the fuck is Ushio here? I mean, I don't actually, we don't have to talk Ooh. about it, but just like, this is a thing. She's here. She's in the water. I don't know. What does it mean? Could be a mirage. To, Could be something yeah. he's seen in his eye. Uh, I mean, who knows? Maybe he got flashed too much. to murder his ass. Yeah, it could <laughs> be a shadow. Could right? be shadow Ushio. Yeah. I mean, totally I'm expecting next shadow. episode to start with her pulling a gun out from her swimsuit shooting him in the face. <laughs> yeah. <so>. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, like uh, we, Ushio. What are you doing here? Shadow monster, you got me again. Little <laughs> <laughs> did I know she was actually a 500 foot tall paleozoic creature. I feel like it might be something to do with his eye. Maybe his eye can see the world in a different time and he's just Maybe. seeing past Ushio. Could be, yeah. Maybe Ushio's a fucking godlike powers and she came down to yeah. give messages to, to Shinpei to like, this is how you say you know the island huh? too, too too many different routes with her so but i think it was a good time to show her i, I think that was like the the right time to be like for sure like yeah. here here could potentially be an ally or a foe i think that's like the exciting part right like is shinpei gonna have to yeah, go through this alone character. or is he gonna finally get uh an actual ally he can rely on uh well, well i guess we'll see uh next week uh okay let's move on to the next anime on our list one of the new shows that we traded in this season already third place uh, on our top 10 uh, for this week. Uh, Yo boy Kong Ming comes in at 55 points uh, with the grades A pluses across the board except for Lance. He is at an A. Uh, so pretty even across the board from everyone here. What do you guys like about this week's episode of uh, Yo boy? Uh, I like our tragic boy rapper. Yeah. <laughs> Ta- Kong, Kong Ming doing like the immediate dissection of him. Um- like, oh, dude, you've got a stomach ulcer, don't you? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then he used that stomach ulcer to drug his ass and fucking wrap bars around <laughs> him for days. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. 
And he's like, oh, that, that was more of a sultra. I don't know about that, buddy. And yeah. He's like, oh, all right. But I do like the <laughs> the idea of like everyday noises can be heard as a as a beat. I I always enjoy when mm-hmm. when musicians are like, yeah, I just play around with my laundry machine. I press the buttons, it makes beepy noises, and then I fucking make a a, a song out of it. Country music. Like, yeah, fucking mm-hmm. old town <laughs> old town road. Yeah, this this show is uh, really good about. Uh, what do you guys think is the defi- divide between the focus on music and then the focus on, well, I guess another aspect of it is the history lessons that we constantly get from Kongmin. And I don't actually feel like they're too much. They don't they do a good job ever integrating go it. Every time they talk about like historical events or historical figures, they say it in a way that it's like a good example of what they're, it's not like intrusive, like, Oh, yeah, no, I can't even think of a good example because I don't want to think about a good example. Yeah, intrusive. Like, they, they keep it surface level. Yeah, they don't try to go yeah. too deep into it because they know that's not the pole, it's right? Like, about. yeah, they know it's the music. They know they know it's the relationships between all of them, stuff like that. And uh, I think the biggest pole, other than the music, because the music is great, uh, and it seems like they make new music every couple episodes so i think that's amazing too mm-hmm. don't get that from many yeah. music shows they usually stick with the one insert song and they ride that bitch yeah. all the way to the end of the time um but it has one of these like characteristics dragon maid and uh Kotaro lives alone those are the two shows that i remember uh that has similar vibes to it but they take this thing where like you know whatever the situation is no matter how outrageous it is you know like having a psychedelic socha rap battle inside a laundry machine but these situations still have life lessons they still have a moral story to you know for you to think about so even though you're laughing you're like oh this is like a fun time and this is super funny and interesting you still think oh shit there's still like this like life lesson that they're trying to integrate with you they're trying to make you think further than the joke and it like it becomes one of those like slice of life shows that's like it sticks with you and then like you remember these kind of things to where like yeah i want to see life in this way because this show was very impactful to me and i think you know i don't know if your boy Ming has like that same pull as like dragon maid but it has that similar taste that similar flavor to where like like maybe one of these episodes it will be it will touch uh, uh the soul so heavily that's like not just the music that's touching your soul but the but the the moral the story the the advice that kong ming is trying to give to you because you know he's a he's a general he's a he's a tactician he's he's so well versed in life and so smart that you know he drops these like little nuggets of advice and knowledge that uh these younger characters can uh uh can make a better life from yeah, he's literally got like two lifetimes of knowledge plus his exactly. IQ. Yeah, his IQ is ridiculous, so he knows. So it's a, uh, it's fun, and and Kongming himself is such a good character to to have. So he is. I was also thinking that the way that he talks, and it's he, I don't think he speaks with an accent, but just his voice and tone is so soothing. He has yeah. these little like uh intonations like he's preaching is like the best way that i can say it is every yeah. time he references these uh stratagems or old time stories uh it's like this younger man speaking like a grandfather and something about it's just like i could listen to him for longer but they yeah. don't 
they don't make him talk mm. too much, but I could I could totally listen to this guy just talk yeah, about for sure. stories. Hey, he he definitely a good choice. A guy with so much knowledge, usually they're kind of pretentious when they're trying to like give knowledge yeah. or information. That's but it, yeah. He's not anything like that. He mm. truly just wants you to learn from he it. Just to come across as like full of himself. He really just seems like such a good guy. Yeah, yeah. He wants you to learn, right? He's not showing off his knowledge. He wants you to gain the knowledge to empower yourself. So uh, that's that's definitely true for Kong Ming. Yeah. They humbled him and he he's talked about it too. Like I should have why didn't I drink with those men? They wanted to have one yeah. last party before going into battle and dying. So it's like a little ridiculous given the situation of, you know, the whole premise of Kong Ming being from ancient China or whatever, and now he's in Tokyo drinking alcohol with these younger kids but it's a good talking to the sign waiver guy outside <laughs> yeah putting on these glasses like every day talking with these hot babes in the club um but the the human touch that they give him of like he's a humble human who has this knowledge and he's here to make erica's dream come true and that's all you need to know yeah it's good stuff good oh man good juice but at the end of this week's episode two, where he's like fucking power play, let me have this gigantic golden Buddhist-like statue oh behind God, me. Oh my God, yeah. Yeah, he's, he's funny. <laughs> like the biggest taunt that he could do to get the rapper to come in. Yeah. <laughs> hey, man. He's he, so cool. He's making himself look like a, a villain, so he has a go, so it's, uh, it's yeah. great. Yeah. Oh, he's, he's really good. You know, I, I had this thought about, I was, I was just thinking about Kong Min's design and i'm really happy that they made him look really out of place and you know exactly what you would expect him to look like if he wasn't like just modern tokyo all of a sudden but um i'm happy they didn't go the rock so much other shows they'll take like a historical figure and they'll make her like a waifu girl in a gotcha game or something like that so that <laughs> yeah. They're, yeah. They're, they're the same character they have the same personality <laughs> stay the same yeah this <laughs> <clears throat> oh, face day night. Fucking, oh, face day night's like so bad. Oh, make yeah. them into a dog. Uh, but, or maybe make him, I was, <laughs> they could have easily made him like a, a generic isekai. Oh, definitely. Oh, yeah, he just looks like, like a kid yeah. from Tokyo. I got reincarnated as a normal yep. Tokyo boy, but I'm so glad they made him himself. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think. It wouldn't hit the same way. Yeah. And I, I think like the idea is like, because they're in like this world where like they're used to seeing weird things right they're just like all they want to yeah. do is party and have fun and like they don't care about what other people look into Kogmin kind of fits in regardless mm-hmm. if he mm-hmm. wears those type of clothing so i think it's just kind of like it yeah it is contrasting because he looks totally different from everyone but everyone's like fuck yeah dude dude yeah. you hey, you Kong-Ming. take shots with us you yeah you you fucking party with us dude you a bro you a bro for life kind of thing and i think that's like it's fun it, it shows really like kong ming mm-hmm. he can it's fit in any situation any parameters because he's that he's that good of a boy those star glasses like oh yeah this dude is just like the coolest yeah yeah He's not above it. He's totally down to just win in Rome. It's not a fuck. Yeah. I'm actually really excited for um, Kabe Taijin's like success story. Like seeing him. Like he's not the main character, but he essentially has a has a big spot in the show. He's in the opening. He's gonna. You, we already know that he's gonna be a part of Erica's. Um, 
sing. I, I don't know the word. They're going to be a duo. The secondary performance. Main character. Yeah. yeah. I'm really excited to see his uh, journey, like watching him go through the PTSD, not PTSD, but like trauma of being booed off of the stage and yeah. being on the stage and shit. Mom spaghetti. Kind of relatable. Not ever been in that situation, but totally like understand where he's coming from. And the guy that yeah. he be is up in his face of like, you got to get back in the show business, yo. You're you're My you're, you're not going to be able to rap anymore, <laughs> <laughs> brother. <laughs> oh yeah it's fucking total oh god rapping in my Dude, ears you, like, like sniped that voice out <laughs> <laughs> there's no mistaking it there's no mistaking it yeah you're absolutely correct on that one actually wanted to touch on last week for just a quick second because yeah. the um the ending sequence for that that one hit me hard or just like um let me show you my new song yeah and then you basically oh. have this idea of how is kong Min gonna use this in the future you know what i mean oh yeah, yeah for yeah, sure yeah yeah like th- this is a huge plot device and we used it as our ending sequence yeah, uh, that, yeah. give you the whole song to think it over yeah that's what makes like usually music animes that's what like it makes a top tier list of of that genre is that when they can play more than one song like i get it it's tough <laughs> it's a lot of money to make multiple songs yeah. but when you can and when you do oh man it is it's worth like, it yeah the mm-hmm. the gap of how good the music anime is from like <clears throat> like b tier to like a tier is like such a wide valley well yeah that just yeah. one more insert song well I mean, they can be like Kog- uh takagi son and just have rie just sing a, song <laughs> sing a new ending oh. yeah I don't, <laughs> well then, th- yeah. luckily those are just covers so like that's uh that's a little bit oh, yeah. easier to swing so um okay let's uh move on to the next anime on our list uh the other show that uh that we swapped in for the top 10 and a show that you may have recognized from uh, earlier top 10s uh, a couple of seasons ago Komi can't communicate season two comes in at a blistering 60 points uh what a way to showcase our debut into the top 10 uh with the great a minus from avery a pluses for myself and Plinchy and his second S of the season so early. We're barely a quarter way through, but he blew it again. Lance with that S rank did it. for this week's episode of Komi Sun. The floor is yours, my friend. <laughs> what is so good to give it that S rank for this week? Um so Mama Sun. <laughs> again. <laughs> uh, okay, yeah. aside from that, uh, I, I mean that was important. But um, <laughs> uh, take every single character that we love because the anime has successful, successfully made everybody lovable so far. Shove them into a room. It's Christmas. And then we're going to play King's Game with all the shitheads. And <laughs> <laughs> like, how can I not? As they did everything right. They made all the characters who had to be absolutely stupid be stupid they had mom there uh that oh man like i before um they reviewed they did this formula where they would have the king and then they would um they would say the request or their their order and then they would reveal who the the two um usually victims were yeah and during that time they gave the viewer enough time to think in their head wow i wonder who it would be and who do I hope it would be? And every single time, 
it was exactly who I wanted it to be. <laughs> uh, when mom was like, uh, A needs to kiss B, or number one needs to kiss number eight, I was like, I hope it's Tadano, and I hope it's someone absolutely awful. <laughs> and it was Ninja. And I was like, <laughs> it was yes. Ninja. Then he blushes. And, yeah. And then, he liked and then he it. He blushes too. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> so funny he got he got a kiss from chad dono dude that's d dude. chad dono <laughs> people would kill to be ninja right now dude. irl ninja like could call me son ninja who's great too i really like him and then his name is shinobino this, by the way <laughs> yeah well, they love him so much they love they love this party so much that they had to show it from to Donald's perspective a second yes. time and it was even funnier <laughs> to see like the preparation they had to go through to make it happen but yeah s <laughs> <laughs> Any, anyone else i i was a little irritated for the first half of the second perspective i'm like god fucking damn it but it, it wasn't like it, it it how do i say this not exponentially grew but it, it was in that sense you know not not in a crazy like holy shit i love this now but in the same way that i'm like okay i get it yeah it makes sense it's there's, enjoyable there's a, there's a reason to it it's not like they were just trying to uh put in airtime or anything like that or fill, fill up with fillers there's like there's a different mindset with every character outside of komi because everyone's so like die hard for komi so there's just a it's just, you know, it's interesting to see what they think about Comey when most well, times now we're in Comey's perspective and she thinks of uh, nothing. Mm. She just kind of scared, sits there scared. So um, when when did they befriend Armor Chick? By the way, Armor Chick has always like, been befriended. She's in the same class as them. No, I know, but like I don't remember major they interaction. Even her no. yet, I, I, I think she's they my friend, so she goes yeah. With her. So there was like oh, that okay. popular group I of friends they had in that class. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. she just kind of like same with Headbanger. Yeah, they just got everyone. She just kind of got everyone, but they didn't specify every single person. Not Takai though. Where's my boy? Yeah, he came no in too late. Him? He came in too late. He he came in like three weeks before because <laughs> oh, <laughs> the season started. So he's get the invite to his party now. <laughs> no, which is surprising too because you think Najmi. I, you know, I would expect him over the armor girl. Yeah, then, yeah, yeah. So yeah, so they kind of chose like the group that like is more like prominent in her life because I know it doesn't show yeah. it, but she does try to interact with that popular group of friends that are in that class so the armor girls in there shinobino uh the like the three guys that were like daydreaming yeah, about their sieges. dates yeah they were they're usually in that like uh, same circle of friends kind of thing so uh yeah so i assume Wait, they just took out katai stooges quirks uh are they literally just stupid is that their, their only quirk <laughs> i i don't know exactly i just know shinobino <laughs> is obviously he's just a ninja guy Okay, yeah, Shinobino is obviously a ninja. The other things um, just seem like, um, oh, that's right. One of them Kaminari, is a super uh, uh, Yamai fan, and he loves uh, getting degraded by Yamai. Um, that's right. I uh, didn't know that was literally yeah. his only quirk. I think that's the only quirk they shown. I don't think they shown it any okay. time else. Uh, and then the other guy was just kind of playing. I think he likes Naka Naka a lot. The like tall one with the slick back hair. Uh, I think yeah. I think he just likes Naka Naka. So he's kind of like a loser gamer boy i guess who has good taste who has good taste I he guess? gives me the serotape 
character vibe <laughs> for my hero. Yeah. Yeah. Like Kaminari a mainstay side character. And yeah, Kaminari <laughs> and uh, Tape Boy. Of course, of course. Literally. Yeah. Them. So, uh, yeah, they're very small. Even, even the armor girl. God, I can't. I don't even know if you guys would even, like, talk to her this season, to be perfectly honest. I mean, so. she doesn't need to do anything special aside from just wear metal armor at all times. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, explain, like, the reason. Like, you guys don't know the reason of why she is who she is kind of thing. Because no matter how stupid it is, everyone has a reason to be who they are, right? That's why this school let them in, right? Like, they, they, they interview these guys because there's something weird about them, some quirk that they like about them and they let them in even Colby. I mean, she just has, you know, communication disorder, but they're like, yeah, that, that, that's good. That's good for our school. Let's let her in. So, uh, yeah. So you'll definitely see more of that. Uh, this is to me, like in the manga, like a turning point. So we should be able to see a good new influx of characters soon. I think so. Hopefully, I don't know. I don't know how the pacing goes with this one, but, uh, usually they established that this school is like a really like high level school that like successful people go to. <laughs> Not like Dong and Ropa, if that's where you're in trying episode, to, like, to make the connection. In the first two episodes, yeah, that's when they did it, and then they just so kind of left it at that. Yeah, I, I vaguely remember them saying that only like the best of the best go to this school. Yeah, but you know, but they're all, like, do they out, mean like, crazy geniuses? Yeah, yeah. best of the best, said, as in how weird they are. Yeah, <laughs> but he's the best but, of something. He's the best of being average. Yeah, he can read the room. Oh, that too. That's like a that's like a hidden skill. I don't think anyone has like the school picked up on. But he was so average. Like I think in his like introduction, it was like he's average height, average scores, average like eyesight, average everything. He's just like completely seventy percent all the way. Which is kind of weird because in order to be average, it kind of depends on the people around you. But. <laughs> Well, he's average compared to everyone else here. <laughs> average looks, average everything. The Nakanaka scene was fucking top tier. I, I gotta put oh. that in there. <laughs> when she thought she yeah. saw the six or the nine yeah. or whatever. Yeah, that was, and she had the yeah. Lelouchai, everything set up for <laughs> Like, she's so damn smart. <laughs> that's, a, that's a relationship you guys have to keep an eye on, right? The 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 yeah, Yamai, really so. Yamai Nakanaka battle between the two. Because that's very, like, used a lot right uh they're they're battling for comey and just the battle between the two of them in general so i didn't expect that that relationship to evolve like that yeah so it's pretty good it's one of those it doesn't happen too often in, in comey-san in from what i remember uh but the side characters like building like their own relationships outside of comey uh it doesn't happen too often but when they do they usually hit it pretty well on the mark okay uh nine anime down one left at the top and has always been at the top never leave the top and it pisses on all the other shows on below them uh <laughs> coming in at first place with <laughs> with a total of 62 points uh another show that uh scored higher beat 60 <laughs> scored higher than uh than the the usual 56 points and of course that's because someone put an s rank on their grading for this week uh, but let's look at the grades. A pluses across the board for the boys because Plinchy has given it her first S rank of the season uh, to this week's episode of Spy Family. So the floor is yours, Plinchy. What do you like so much about it to give it that S rank? Uh, this episode was so 
good. <laughs> That's it. I, like, oh my god. I was just thought so much. It would be a if okay, if my explanation as to why I gave an S was a PowerPoint, the slides would be pointing at every single frame up until the beginning and at the end of the episode or uh I don't know. Fuck. The 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 idea that Lloyd is this perfect, you know, quote perfect spy. He's so good at his job. Mm-hmm. Um, he's prepared for this exam. From the moment he's like, I feel like I'm being watched. I knew that this this ridiculous sequence of trying to be accepted into the school was going to be much better than what I had anticipated. Because mm-hmm. I think before, all we really knew context-wise was prestigious school interview. We have to prepare for the interview. Yep. Didn't expect, you know, all the bullshit that they had to go through. Um, <laughs> kind of half is expected some of the things that Lloyd pointed out was yeah. going to be false. Like he was, oh, maybe Lloyd is going to be so overprepared he uh, messes up. Right, right, like, right. Where right. is the foil of this um, episode? And, it, you know, the preview kind of showed him about to punch. I, I didn't even think of that until it started happening. And like the way that they... Ramp you up for it. <clears throat> yeah. It's gonna happen. It's gonna fucking happen. Like when? Um, other. I, it's true. Mosquitoes so are the vein of the earth. You know. It is. <laughs> yep. Fuck mosquitoes. There's just too much good to talk about this episode that I just had to s. I think the having. Um, God, they're so wholesome. The family. They love each other already. Yep. Uh, everyone wants to pe- protect Anya. She fucking cries. That's when Lloyd goes in for the punch. Beautiful, you know that's so great. He punches the table. It's a mosquito. <laughs> then fucking uh, you're cracking her fingers. You can hear like the audible cracking <laughs> that she's about to yeah. kill someone. Yeah, she's already ready. Like she's a yeah. great girl, great woman, great mother. Some sad tragedy with Anya. Like we know she's an orphan. We never really mm-hmm. questioned it. Of, yeah. like she's an experiment. She's an esper. So you know whatever. Even, like, even she hasn't all. really thought too much mm-hmm. about it either i think that was like yeah, the it makes sense the the topping on that that whole scene is just the idea like oh she's always thought about her being stuck as an experiment you know you see the signs of her being like apprehensive about ideas of or anything that like pertains to those memories yeah. like i think it was episode one when lloyd was just like hey we gotta like study for this test we gotta study for this test he's like no test mm-hmm. no test i can't have no test like i there's like these little things yeah. that she has where she's like, I remind her of her experiments. And uh, yeah, she's so thought, she's so into that, that, you know, the idea that she had regular parents beforehand, she never got to be able to have those kind of thoughts. Lloyd having seven different outfits ready <laughs> for everyone. Professor, Na- naturally. His personality description is just elegant. Lloyd had a fucking uh, voice monitoring thing under the table. It's oh, just yeah. so fucking good. He's he's a literally, spy. he yeah. thinks of everything. Yeah, if he can it's raise the percent of the success rate, even just point zero one, he he's willing to do it. I think that's the that's the fun part about Lloyd. 
I, I enjoyed how much they downplayed the preview for this week's episode and then made it like I expected it to be somewhat me- like boring, you know? Yeah. Like, you know, let, let's get this over with. And then they're like, oh, by the way, here's a fucking animal stampede. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> here's three different changes of clothes to, to fix all the problems that they've gone into. Yeah. Here's fucking old man Jenkins having an erection on the side. But yeah. Quarter yeah. <laughs> in the window. Elegant. <laughs> but you know how perfect that is? The the setup was the fact that like they set it up too that Anya barely passed her test 31 mm. she one point over the 30 that she needed to pass you can see how shitty her handwriting is <laughs> so like yep, yep. the uh, idea that like th- that third left a, hand yeah they put a target <laughs> on their back that's why the yeah, old man so was now so looking at him at, with a microscope like okay yeah and then like adding to the fact that like yeah they just remarried a year ago so that's like a red flag too right, right. and like let's put all these tests you know let's 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 try to get this fat kid into a sewer and see what they did a like that was planned yeah <laughs> so last fucking week. it's so weird it's so weird that the old man just like yeah let's test them by putting a fat kid in a fucking sewer yeah. and see if they can elegantly yeah. pull oh them out God. without dirtying their clothes the internal monologue inside his head do it for the points do it for the points yeah he's, he's doing it for his own gain yeah he felt bad yeah. so oh my god everyone gets such good internal monologues in the show i love it yeah, yeah. but uh that's what i like about it there's always like a, a rhyme or a reason no matter how wacky it is the uh, animals being released mm-hmm. and all that you know it all connects with each other i think that's the that's the yeah, best part about the show they justify really well yeah. i think the best characters that i enjoy are ones we talked about this with um quintuplets uh well-defined characters where yeah. you understand how they'll react because narratively they've been written so well that you feel like you you know you understand them perfectly yeah so when Lloyd sure. is out of his mind and putting he's bugging the room he's bringing like yeah multiple change <laughs> clothes because maybe he'll get a dirt on him yeah You're like Lloyd would totally do that yeah exactly yeah. You would to- definitely just give a massage to a, a cow to like uh, knock it down. You know, just uh, that's just who Yor is. Yeah, so. just your thing. Well, I was yeah terrified that she was just gonna slaughter the cow. <laughs> uh, but she's smarter than that. She's, she's smart, good yeah. at keeping things clean. I love exactly. the memes that came out of that template too. Where it's like uh, me killing the area boss for the room, and then all of the other office workers. And it's just <laughs> like the, the, parent, the dad oh, and the, no. on his reaction. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> oh, the little sequence where uh, the all the other farm animals just like back away, and it's a simple like shrinking yeah. of a PNG. <laughs> like so good. Like I'm so tired of anime showing side characters doing nothing where they just stand. Well, you can at least do a little like. I don't know anything. I appreciate yeah. even though it's really simple. A 3D model T-posing in the background. So oh my oh god. god. <laughs> uh, speaking of the fun that we have with Spy, Spy Family, I wanted to show this uh, cool little drawing. So apparently, uh, I don't know if they've done this for every episode, but I guess it's just for this episode in particular, uh, the three main voice actors and actresses uh, for our three main characters, Anya, Yor, and Lloyd, uh, they wrote a sp- or they drew a special illustration for the release of this episode. Uh, so they kind of drew what they thought about the episode and how it took part. So this is Lloyd's uh, drawing, uh, Takuya Eg- Eguji's uh, illustration. 
my so God. if you want to check out the illustrations <laughs> the link is down below this is very him though so a lot of the shows that he does like uh like uh live action uh commentary oh, yeah, and stuff like that shithead, isn't he? he draws like this <laughs> yeah he's an absolute shithead uh which is funny because almost all his characters are very suave cool dead, yeah, calm collected dead serious characters. dead serious characters he's an absolute goober in real life so when they do special <laughs> events and they're like okay draw this uh, scene he draws like this he draws very ugly <laughs> So, yours oh. voice actress, uh, uh, Hayami oh. Sari, she <laughs> complains to him every single time that, please don't draw like that ever again. And then he continues to draw like this. So, uh, very funny. Dude. Um, this is Bodybuilders a- want Anya's neck. <laughs> In that picture. Yeah. What about the, what about the chin, though? The chin. Damn. Also, I think he drew them similar to the voice actors and actresses more than uh the the, the characters because because lloyd or uh, eguguchi wears glasses like that and then uh yeah i don't know that's just my guess <laughs> just the glasses to go just the glasses yeah, okay. <laughs> so i don't know just the way it draws this is anya's drawing for uh for the okay. episode four so pretty cute. pretty good pretty cute and then uh this is uh a, yours drawing for uh episode four <laughs> oh, anya's <wow>. face yeah so. <laughs> I think this is the fat kid. I'm not really sure what that one is. That's that's a uh, that's a cow. That's the old man. So, and then of course the official visual for episode four, which is uh, actually yeah, they really nice. A lot of these, they've been making an official visual for every episode, right? Yeah. So uh, not a lot of shows do it, but the more popular shows, and you know that's just how it goes. And that makes wow. my job easier for thumbnails. Yeah. Hell yeah. So. But I can't just keep doing spikes family. <laughs> but you can sir you can but i could but you can because it's that good of a show why not it's number one every week yeah so uh yeah just spikes family podcast (laughs) pretty much yeah Uh, okay anything else spikes family hour yuck all right anything else Uh, for spy family before we close out i like the um character development that we're getting with lloyd it's a very he seems like the main character because of it i know that it's the main is the three but it's really nice to see him go through the mental gymnastics every so often of being like no i have to be the perfect spy but then seeing Mm -hmm. anya is the one thing that's making him like Family yeah. isn't that bad. Family's i want to protect this girl yeah that it's that line she had where my heart it's so cute. Anya, what score would you give your parents? It's like, oh, 100 percent, a hundred points, full yeah. marks. It's like I love yeah. them. Good job saying. Yeah, and then they just yeah the the shot with the two of them looking at her. They're like, oh fuck, ah oh, shit. It's like that oh, really hit Anya, them hard. Um, uh, fuck. The funniest, one of the funniest moments of the shows, you know, of course, Anya having hearing people and then regurgitating. Mm-hmm. So her being like, what does your father do for a living? A, a spy- <laughs> specialist physician. <laughs> yeah, a spycologist. All right. Anything else for a spy family or any of the other shows we talked about tonight? Uh, yours going to drink next episode, and that's going to be fucking wild. <laughs> <laughs> he likes his drunk. Uh, well, I just like when episode, people who characters. kill for a living get wasted <laughs> and <laughs> see what awful things they do yeah yeah and from that uh, preview it looks like she does a lot of awful things so 
I think in the preview, it looked like Yor and Lloyd are f- actually going to fight. Fight, yeah. Or oh, yeah, yeah, scrap yeah. for a little bit. And that looked awesome, but I don't... I can't possibly imagine they actually fight because I'll totally give themselves away. So maybe Anya's gonna have a probably like Anya's dream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. But that still be based awesome. off of the cartoon that she watches, the spy. Yeah, cartoon. The, yeah, the spy the spy anime she, she watches. Dressed as the the dude. So yeah, Aww. I don't know. So we'll that's gonna be awesome. We'll see. Uh, Saturday can't come fast enough uh, to watch our next mm-hmm. episode. So, uh, but uh, with that, that is all the time that we have for this week's episode of the podcast. Uh, thank you very much for watching or listening. Uh, we really appreciate uh, the support you guys are giving us. Please like, comment, subscribe, hit that follow, uh, hit that bell, share, do whatever you can uh, to spread uh, this uh, disease of a podcast <laughs> uh, to help us uh, to <laughs> encapture more it's chronic. Yeah, to more innocent people. So uh, please do that. And then uh, other than that, any last words, guys, before we head out for tonight? Cool. That is probably the best one yet. Uh, all right, guys. Same. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Do you have my melon bread yet? Yeah, actually. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.